Welcome back to the White Gray Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all of your favorite ongoing Japanese manga. My name is Bruce. I am the proprietor of the White Gray Black YouTube channel. With me again this week is Gautam. Hello. This week we are continuing our little 3 by 3 journey, but this time, even though we're a manga podcast, we're going to talk about some anime. So we're going to talk about our 3 by 3 anime pictures, anime panels, anime choices, uh, whatever you're going to see there. And this time, there's only about half a show overlap. So stick around for the discussion. We'll be right back. first last time Gautam so I have up? so you're up first this time so here is Gautam's anime three by three all right just like last time the columns and the rows both have themes okay uh, I'll try to, I'll I, try to guess but yeah let's... and you you, you got to guess and uh but let me let me state them in order uh going down the rows first or wait left to uh, right top to bottom le- left to right left to right then top to bottom yeah exactly so the first one is Gintama, the second one, One Punch Man, third one, Nishijo, fourth, Shinsekai Yori. Or the uh, English title is what, From what is the, the New World? Title? Yeah, From the New World. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one is interesting because everyone just uses the Japanese title when yeah. referring to it. Uh, but yeah, From a New World. Uh, fifth is Bakano. The sixth one is Crow Marty High School. Oh, okay, I was like, I don't know what this la- what that, that one <laughs> was, but uh, the seventh is Tengentoppa Gurren Lagan. Eighth is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and third is uh, the Daily Life of High School Boys, or Danchi Kokose no Nishijo. There you go. He even even has the full Japanese in there. Okay, it, I, it, I, it's like it's weird because like in the zeitgeist, it's still called Danchi Danchi Kokose no Nishijo, like. I, I, I want to use yeah. English names, but I'm just using what's commonly used by the masses. I mean, I have most often seen that referred to as Nichi Bros. Is, it is Nichi is, Bros. Is yeah. the shorthand, right? It's just the daily lives of high school boys as opposed to Nichi Joe up top, which is... Is that actually girls. called the daily life of high school girls? I don't know. I think it's just called the daily life. <laughs> yeah, I think Nichi Joe is just daily life, but... yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, I mean, we can, we can start down there with, with Nietzsche Bros. I watched a little bit of this. It's good. It's a funny show. Um, tell me why it's on your three by three. Wait, no, you have to guess the themes. Oh, you want me to go right now? Okay. Far right is definitely a daily life column. Um, uh, wait, wait, which, uh, so, the, Gurren, so Gurren La- no, no, far right. So, so Nietzsche Joe, Cromarty and Nietzsche Bros. That's your like daily life slice of life column, I assume. Right. I have not seen Cromarty yeah. high, but yeah. Yeah, completely. That's um, my, my daily life of high schoolers column. Everything else is kind of tough because rows and columns, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, I'll it, give you my, my, my leftmost column because that's impossible to guess. Is that the impossible the one? one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just shit I really like. I was about to say, is, is left just your favorites? Because I definitely also it, made it left have a column just that's favorites. just my favorites. But yeah. yeah, left is just my favorites. Yeah. Um, Which is Gintama, Shinsekai Yori, and Gurren Lagan. Um, the, the high top? school one is Nishijo, Cromarty High School, and Nishi Bros. I'm going to say the top row has something to do with animation, because One Punch Man and Nishijo both are two of like the top five best animated animes of all time, uh, at least season one of One Punch Man. And Gintama, I know, maybe has some of that. That would be my guess, but... 
Uh, it is daily life on crack. Ah, okay. Because uh, other I, angles of daily life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the daily life <laughs> of a superhero is, and the daily life of a troll samurai Ronin or something. He, he's, he does odd jobs. So it is very much just daily life shit, but it is absolutely crack fueled for, for all of these. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. So I got to figure out, I got to figure out the cent, the two centers, right? And the bottom, yeah, the bottom two rows in the middle column. Um, ba, 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 bottom row. Bottom row was like I don't know, like late two thousands anime. Uh, you, no, spo- you want me to give it to you? Yeah, the give me that row. one. We almost spent too it, much time guessing here. But. It, sh- it sh- shows about brotherhood. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, Tengen Topiger and Logan, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and Nichi Bros. Yeah, okay. The middle stuff I want to just say is another like favorites row or best row, maybe. It it, it pretty much is. Um, yeah. it, it is it is all uh all the only theme that these three shows share is that uh it's a it's about humans grasping for power and fucking up. Mm, okay. And you may you may say Cromarty High School is about that, and I would say, have you even watched Cromarty High School, bro? I, I have not, and, so I cannot comment and, on it. And nobody has, so they can't <laughs> prove me wrong. You know? I've, yeah, I've, I've seen every show on this. I have not seen Gintama. Um, I have not seen Cromarty, and I have not... I've seen clips, but I have not seen any of Nichi Bros. But everything else on here I've seen. Um, nice. Middle Column and, is the last one to guess. Which is One Punch, Bakano, and uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Maybe this one is on animation? I don't know. Shows about immortals. Uh, okay. That's stretching a little bit with One Punch Man, but I'll take it. It, it is so not. Saitama is immortal in not, every sense of the word. Not he farted his way. I, he farted his way back from Jupiter. He can live in space and do whatever I would. I would argue Saitama is invincible, but not strictly immortal. Yeah. Although, I don't know. We have not seen if he has aged since he has reached his, his, his power. I assume that he is still aging, but... Uh, uh what, what about that one chapter where you got hit by the super aging beam and nothing happened i do not remember that i, but I do up. i do believe it. okay i was like i don't remember <laughs> that ever happening in punch man but um okay cool start wherever you feel like starting and tell me uh sure yeah uh let's start with gintama because yeah. uh it's at the top of every my anime list list there's uh eight eight copies of gintama up there and in my opinion there should be more I know there's not there's just not enough Gintama to fill in the other two spaces. All ten should be Gintama. It's it's a ten out of ten. It's fucking great. Uh it ha- Gintama is the funniest show I think maybe ever. Uh I'm trying to think of a funnier show. Maybe it's it's like maybe always, always I would funny. I would consider Nichi Joe the funniest show as far as anime, but I know that Gintama uh, also is very funny. So. Gintama is maybe even funnier than the medium it's in. Uh I I would put it up there with like community and always sunny and yeah, those kinds of shows with how funny I think Gintama is. Uh, it has a weak first two episodes because episode one and two are like this anime only promo thing oh, really? when the show started. So a lot of people tend to bounce off of it after watching those two. And it, it, even without those two, it has a bit of an entry barrier where I think you have to get to episode 12 to e- to start loving it. It probably um, start. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna guess it probably starts a little more typical shonen-y, doesn't it? Rather than being immediately wacky and funny, I think it just has to introduce its cast 
Mm-hmm. And once they're in, but you start out by these are just a bunch of wacky dudes and gals, and you don't get to like them or understand their place in the comedy mm. until until like a certain point, which is like episode gotcha. twelve. I think it really hits its stride in funniness. Gotcha. Uh, it's like, like Parks and Rec has a, a bad first season, but it's a phenomenal show overall. It's a very much that kind of movie. Well, no, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. Cool. I mean, it's you're a, telling me, yeah, a, it's the top, like you said, it's the top of every list. Uh, I think everyone who has managed to get into it knows that it's funny, uh, like hilarious. I mean, all the clips I've seen, even out of context, are pretty hilarious. So it, it is the author just has boundless creativity. And I think Witch Watch is like kind of holding the torch that Gintama left, but I don't think yeah, there's that, anything that'll be as funny. I was going to mention that the author of Witch Watch was a um, assistant on Gintama for. A certain amount of time. I don't know how long, but I know that they probably got a lot of their sort of sense of humor and style from Gintama. And I see Oh, for sure. From yeah, and, and you can confirm this more than I can, but from what I've seen from both Witch Watch and Gintama, they definitely seem very similar style stylistically, I guess. Yeah, they, they share a lot of similarities, especially I think in how creative they get with their jokes mm-hmm. and just general setups for jokes. Uh both authors have boundless creativity and it God, give it a chance and you'll you'll love Gintama. If you're looking for something fun and funny and heartfelt when it wants to be, it is just it hits every category and hits it perfectly. Nice. Alright, next one up, One Punch Man. What more what is there, needs to be what, said? What is there to say? Other yeah, than it, season one only. <laughs> it's all I have to uh, caveat. Season to, one yeah. Season, season one two, read yeah. I I I think I agree with you. I there's a couple on here that I almost put on my list that are not on my list. One Punch Man and Shinskayori are both and, and Nichijo are three series that I thought, okay, does this go on my list? Where does it fit? Can I fit it in the theme? Uh, they did not make it, but I think One Punch Man season one is the among the greatest animated pieces of anime ever made. Like. The only, sure. And the, I think the only things that can rival it, well, one of them I think I'll talk about in, in mine and, the, and stuff like Ping Pong the Animation, which is more um, more stylized rather than just this is animated amazingly. But yeah, I mean, One Punch Man season one was just literally they got all of the best animators freelance to do that through, was it Bones or Madhouse? I always get those two mixed it up. It was Madhouse. Madhouse. Yeah. yeah. They organized it and they literally just like, and it was one of those things where all, all of the animators were such big fans of Murata's version of it or, or one's version of it or both, um, that they were just like, absolutely. Let me work on this. You know, I have to do good for Murata sensei. And yeah, they do. Uh, season one of one punch man is awesome. Um, it's, it, it hit it, it hit it exactly the right time where superhero stuff was on the rise and it's very satirical about superhero stuff. Animation is amazing. Voice acting is perfect. Um, I think the fight between the practice fight, quote unquote, between Saitama and Genos, I think is the greatest fight in anime of all time. And I think like the beauty of this show is that I can actually have a different favorite fight from that series. Uh, like for me, it's Saitama versus Boros. That's like, yeah, peak anime fights. Uh, and like, but the Genos fight is fucking amazing, right? Like, it's like, there's just, that is just an eyegasm of a show. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and it's awesome. It's also funny. It's it's great. Yeah, I mean, One Punch Man. I think if you're into anime and you have not watched One Punch Man, you're not. That's it's it's yeah. required entry viewing at this point. I would say. Um, 
put yeah, that at the top I, of your list. It's easy to watch it, too. The first it's, it's so, easiest fucking watch. It's I, so I think fun. It appeals to yeah. everyone. Yeah, it has very uh, massive broad appeal. I do think. Um, I do think there are there are layers of jokes in One Punch Man. If you're into either sort of shonen uh, action tropes or superhero tropes, um, if you're into both of those things, I think there's an extra layer of One Punch Man that helps you enjoy it even more. Uh, but you can just watch it and enjoy it as sort of a fun, funny superhero show. And I think it works great. Absolutely. And I, I think uh, there's a lot of really good bald representation for our hairless <laughs> brethren out there. That's true. Um, third one is Nishijo. Uh, God, what a fucking show what that show? nobody watches or has watched. Uh, I know we we have people who have watched Nishijo, but it undersold in Japan criminally. Uh, nobody bought it. Um, when I went to Japan, I was, I was talking to this Japanese dude, and he was we were just talking about our favorite anime. He hadn't even heard of Nishijo. Uh, really? And this, yeah, this is a Kyoani show, right? Yeah, so I mean, like it's surprising. it's one of, if not the best, one of the best studios. I do think it's, it's, I don't want to say it's considered lesser to the other work. I think it is considered so tonally different to their other work, where their other work is it, often it, sort yeah. of like sweet and saccharine and kind of lovey-dovey and cutesy. And Nichijo is a essentially a skit comedy show, like a like. It's and it's like, absolutely absurdist humor. Ab- yeah, ab- there you go. Absurdist. It's like absurdist Gonzo skit slice of life, cute girls doing cute and wild things humor. But my god, the animation in it is awesome. It's I think this is the funniest anime I've ever seen by like, it's like how far like head and shoulders above anything else. I also think the voice acting is incredibly unique and good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think any of the three girls, uh, any of the main three girls, sound like any girls from anime I've watched. Uh, I definitely they, could hear yeah. a recording of them and be like, "Oh, I know who that is." Like that's that's Mio from uh, yeah <laughs> from from Nichijou. Nichijou. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Especially Yuko's voice actor is yeah Yuko like is perf- yeah yeah she's loud, uh, slightly grating, but it's like a perfect she's my favorite character i just like a perfect she's the idiot character. yeah she's the idiot yeah. of the group which is definitely yeah great. the idiot of the group. i there's so many like it's it's really hard to sell people to be like hey do you want to watch like high school girls anime skit comedy that's absurdist and you're like that doesn't sound like something I would that's like. a hard sell right yeah i think it is uh, a hard sell but i the the clip that sold me on it that i think can sell people on it is the goat the principal wrestling the goat or the deer or whatever oh it is. it's so funny and she, and she can't so explain funny. it to anyone like it's that the principal wrestles a deer in the courtyard and Yuko's in trouble in class. And she's like, she's like made to stand outside and she watches all this shit go down, but she can't like after this in- she can't tell insane anybody. event, she can't tell anyone because no one would believe her. And she's just stuck with this information that does nothing for her. It's just like a crazy moment. Yeah. I love it. It's uh, that it's one. So and then I, I don't want to spoil it because it's, it's one of my favorite moments, but there is a, I mean, like a solid, like six minute intro skit um, in one of the episodes <laughs> yeah. that resolves into basically just being like, I, it's it's so absurdist in the way it resolves. It goes, it like talks about these like sky pirates and they're flying a sky ship and there's all this technology and stuff going on. And the way that it ends of just sort of being like, oh, it's just that. But it's yeah, like, it, it's so hilarious. I that's a really poor way to describe it, but I don't want to give away the twist because that's that's maybe my one of my favorite ones. Um, Spilling Curry is another one doing the uh, doing the high jump. Those are those are ones that are really clippable. 
I, I love the one where uh, the cop thinks that it, like wants to do a bag check because he thinks yes, that they're she has the pills. she has the BL yaoi that yeah, she's drawn yeah, she, in her bag. That she, one is also yeah, amazing. Yep. Yeah, that's the other one I was going to bring up. That's uh, so good. What a, what a or the one where show. is it Mio takes her hair off? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Yuko yeah. sees it and can't tell. Yeah, it's, there's so many situations. There's so many that little Yuko, skits that are so good. Yuko is put in where she just can't tell anyone because no one would believe her. You know, it's just. It's so funny. Yeah. Very good. Getting bit by the uh, dog. Yeah. They're like, again, you can just look, this is a good show that I think you could just watch this like through clips and you like, cause it's just a skit show, right? Like, yeah, yeah. There's absolutely. one, there's kind of one sort of connecting through line with the robot. What's her name? But, uh, other oh, than yeah, that Nano. with Nano. Yeah. But other than that, it's pretty, it's literally just skit comedy. So, okay. Let's, yeah. let's keep it okay. moving. Next one is, uh, Shinsuka Yori, uh, Otherwise known as, I forgot what it was. From from the New World, I think? Is from, from the New World. Is the English title? Uh, yeah, it's it's about, like, uh, people and, like, mole rats and stuff. It's pretty cool. It's That's This it. is a sci-fi classic, is how I would put this. It's not that old. It's from, what, 2012, 2013? It, Maybe it truly is a, is a masterpiece, and it fills me with existential dread and depression. And yes. I... I wish I could erase my memory and go back and watch it because I absolutely adored every plot point and plot beat. I yeah, uh, I liked everything about it except for the animation at times gets a little yeah. weird. And by weird, I mean that they they just got low budget in the middle at sometimes. It's, um, it's this like unknown studio that did it too, and I think they went out of business because no one watched it. Um, I would not doubt that. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. Shinskayori is. There's a lot of things you go oh like. It's sci-fi, but I, there's something about, I don't want to call it real sci-fi. I guess I'll call it classic, like classic 1950s and 60s sci-fi um, is not hopeful uh, generally, right? It, mm -hmm. Generally, th there's sort of this aspect of sci-fi to say, like, let's look at modern problems through a lens of skipping forward in time and sort of extrapolating that problem. And Shinskayori does that. Which I, which is, yeah. which is something that I really adore about sci-fi, and I think I have one maybe in mind where it's the same, uh, yeah, kind of. Um, but that's like I adore Shinskayori in like taking wild swings and killing off main characters, and it, it, it's not necessarily full of twists, but it's one of those sort of twists and turns show where it's like, oh my gosh, like that that came from this, and and there's what two different time skips, three different time skips in it. Uh, I I absolutely agree. And I yeah. think that the main girl is incredibly competent and cool. But I think the real show stealer of Shinsekai Yori is our primary antagonist, uh, which I won't talk about. Um, yeah. J just truly, I think, of this list of my fucking favorite shows, I'd say Shinsekai Yori has the best antagonist. It, they are that good. Yeah, uh, I can see that. It is definitely, it's a very good antagonist. And it's a very, it's again, it's one of those things you get to the end and it's like, you don't, there's no... You, the, the feelings I feel from the ending of Shinskayori are not something that most media makes me feel, right? It's just yeah, kind of... Yeah, it's, it's because it's a confused feeling. It's confused like, and pity, and it's like, this is not... Yeah, which is, again, why I kind of like that it's that sort of classic sci-fi where it's like, let's address a problem and look at it by sort of extrapolating it and putting it in a fantasy slash sci-fi world. Yeah, Shinskayori is great. And to clarify one thing, the ending itself is not confusing at all. It's very clear, but... The way you'll feel is the emotions it makes you feel are definitely yeah, very are, conflicting and yeah, confusing because it's everything. It's bittersweet. It's like there's there's hope, there's happiness, there's despair, there is 
the nature of man there's like it's fucked up and it's Mm -hmm. good in so many ways uh just watch the show i can't really say much more on it yeah uh but you'll love it it's a very Uh, good show yeah the next one is uh one of my personal favorites uh it would have been on the left column but it actually it fit that immortal theme so it went in the middle um i this is another 10 out of 10 show for me 12 episodes long one and done it's called bacchano um i am not sure this is another show nobody watched and didn't sell well uh this so is I, a, this is sort of a reddit darling uh it's a reddit darling though right so people yeah have this is definitely one where if you ask people about some of their favorite shows bacchano's brought up it's it's Pretty well-known opening, because it has an incredible opening sequence. Um, you can keep talking about it, though, because I, yeah, oh, I don't like yeah. the show. The, the opening is fucking phenomenal. Uh, it's on tier... Uh, it's like, if Cowboy Bebop's opening didn't exist, Bacchano would be up there in contention, because it's just a jam. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the new it, greatest... The, so, uh, Tank is not the greatest anime opening of all time. The greatest anime opening of all time is fucking is fucking Bling Bang Bang Born from season two of Mashal. That is the greatest. You loved it that much. It's so fucking good, good, man. I'm gonna have to do a top ten ranking of of my favorite openings of all time because yeah, it's so good. It's it's maybe it's not number one, but like God, it's top three for me. Top three or four. Uh, I think we won't. We'll have that'll be our first list with probably zero overlap because music is so subjective. I, yeah, I uh, we, Tank we I feel like shows ones. up on everybody's, but it deserves well, to Yeah, so. okay. T- Tank would Tank would be the universal yeah. one. Uh but yeah, Bacano is fucking phenomenal. It's about uh it's about immortals and a train heist. Um and yeah, that's that's the main premise. I think what really shines here is how many of the characters are so incredibly charming and lovable, even though they're psychotic sociopaths, most of them. Uh my my favorite character. I say characters, even though they're two characters, is the, uh, Isaac and Miria. The they're married couple, right? Yeah. They're not even married. They're, I don't oh, even, they know? I thought I don't, they were. They, we can't even define their relationship. I don't think they do. Uh, it's it's like, I don't even know what they are. Yeah. They're lovers in some way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Partners the, that, in crime, yeah, part, for sure. They're part, partners in crime. Yeah. Uh, they are actually the best people in the, in the series and so incredibly lovably stupid. Uh, I, I adore them. Um, my second favorite character is Lad Russo, who's a, a violent murderer sociopath, and he's also incredibly charming and fun. Yeah. Um, watch a show in English. I think uh, this is the best dub I, I've seen in anime. This is, I, I, so Gautam and I have had this conversation a couple times. I, I'm a certified card holding dub hater. I, I think no dub is as good as the anime sub. I think some of the really good dubs are equal. Like I think Cowboy Bebop is one of those equal ones. This is the one anime I will say I, the dub I think is the better way to consume this. Um, because it, you get, just, York, you get like the, aesthetic. Sort of, uh, the yeah. aesthetic is sort of East coast, 1920s. They get on a train. There's all these New York, New Jersey accents. There's mob and mafia guys. Um, and it's exactly the kind of thing where like you do not get the kind of, vocal like subtext character acting that you get from the the english dub doing those sort of like 1920s new york gangster accents which a lot of the people have um just works so much better than listening to it in japanese like i think that they are probably doing some kind of accent too but that's again very hard for a non uh, native to hear so this is the one as yes again certified card holding dub hater this is the one thing i'll give you a pass on the dub is better for this one specific anime and if you guys do watch the dub, uh, let's talk about Ladrusso's voice actor. It, it is so unique and 
like weirdly good. Uh, it, he, he, it's like a guy you feel like has smoked a carton of cigarettes a little <laughs> bit before he uh, recorded, but it sounds just perfect for that fucking character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll air my the- grievances here. I, I don't like this show. I don't like the show. Cause I think it takes, I think it spends way too long confusing you and it takes way too long to introduce the, the thing that makes you not confused anymore. It's, this is a 12 episode series. Episode seven is where it fucking tells you what the hell is going on. That's too long for me. I think it needs hey, to that's come just, earlier. That's just a train mystery, baby. The it mystery is, it thing. is. And I get that it's a mystery, but it isn't, it isn't a mystery so much as like, oh, you can piece this all together of what's going on. It's like, no, you have no fucking idea what's going on. They do not give you enough information. You cannot guess anything. And then episode seven, they explain to you, you go, oh, okay. I need to but try to rewatch That's it. kind of the classic Hercule Poirot type thing too, right? Where It's, it's a like, little bit. Di- so, yeah, it, but it's not a... I, here, I here's know. my argument there, though. Agatha Christie talks about how there's the gray space between the, the connections in your brain that get filled in as he solves the case. Yeah. All of her cases are more or less unsolvable logically uh, until she explains why shit is happening. Because well, it, it's not so, meant yeah. to be solved by, like, it's not a detective novel. More so it is a Hercule Poirot novel. Kind yeah, of there's two different there's two different types of mysteries, like, with detectives. There's there's a who done it and there's a how got him. Uh, these are like, maybe not official terms, but these are terms I've heard before. A whodunit is the kind of thing where you are trying to figure out which person did it. They provide you with all of the clues and you should be able to figure out a whodunit, figure out whodunit. A how got them is you can't figure any of that shit out. You're just watching to figure out how they got them. Uh, and so, yeah, Poirot kind of is, is kind of in a weird gray area. Um, I felt like Bacchano... Poirot is definitely a how got him dressed up as a whodunit. Yeah, and there's uh, I do think that some of Agatha Christie's stuff is more whodunit. Um, she she kind of pioneered that style a lot, but she definitely plays with it a lot more. In that she does, you know, you can maybe guess who it is, but you don't necessarily have all the clues or enough clues until she tells you about all the clues at the end. But um, those are the two types of mysteries. Bacchano is more of a how got him although it's not really the same kind of murder mystery so it doesn't i don't know if it truly fits it's not really a murder mystery it's not really Um, it's a mystery but it isn't uh it isn't there's oh one person was killed lots of people die in this show so most people don't die because they're immortals i i I think you you just gotta go go with the ride uh ride that train baby i would just say Uh, as, as a caveat know that you are going to be confused for over half of this show like slightly over half of this i don't i i don't think the, the plot okay this is gonna be, be crazy i don't think the plot matters uh, i guess yeah you have to understand that you're not really watching it for the plot you're watching it to be like how do these characters respond in this situation it's also told like massively out of order and there's a lot like there's a lot of characters to cover and not very much time i don't know this is a you, scatterbrain you show you for make, me you make this sound bad when in all because i like i said i do not like the show i think the show is let, scatterbrain let me, I think it takes me, too long to get going let me I, pivot, I don't like it. Uh, pivot what you <laughs> You just said my, my argument is that the plot doesn't matter. If you're thinking about the plot, you're watching it for the wrong reasons. Uh, just enjoy the ride, and every character is entertaining. Yeah, the characters are great. Uh, Mirio and um, Isaac and Mirio. Isaac and yeah. Mirio, yeah. They also appear. So I watched this, and then I watched Durarara, which is by the same author. Um, I kind of prefer Durarara, but I did not watch all of it. There's like two or three seasons. I watched the first Durarara's, season. It, Drama is moments. more sure. plot focused. I think that's why I liked it more. I like I like Selty and I like the main character. I like the twist. I in, like Shizuo and 
Uh, yes, Shizuo is another one of those like the greatest characters like on anime screen. He's my favorite in, in Durara. Uh, he's I, great. Uh, also, the info broker. I'm forgetting his name. Um, uh, is, I know you're talking the, like bad, is quote, I, quote, bad Isaiah. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah ca- this this author really knows characters. I can't remember their name, but they they did Rara. They did uh, Bakano. Um, really, really good character author for sure. Um, okay, let's go to Cromarty. Yeah, Cromarty, I'll, I'll keep it short. Uh, nobody has watched Cromarty because it's old, uh, but you should watch the dub of this. It's fucking hilarious. Um, it is It is just, uh, I, I feel like it is dry and bizarre at the same time. Um, uh, like the robot back there, his name is Mekazawa, and uh, it's like the, only the main character really realizes he's a robot, and everyone else... <laughs> Like he's on the verge of realizing he's a robot. Doesn't addressed in the isn't addressed in the show. Well, they're they're always like Mekazawa. I've been meaning to tell you something, but it's really awkward. And don't get hurt. Don't get uh, they they drag it on right. Like it's like, but I have to tell you this. And it's like, well, what is it? Just say it. And they're like, well, your bottom button is. <laughs> and he's like, oh my, how embarrassing. <laughs> uh-huh. It's it, there's it's just like there's some. Plenty of gags like that. Basically, main character goes to a delinquent high school uh, full of weirdos. And all like one of the delinquents in the first episode is like he's he takes a bunch of pencils like uh, and just starts like chewing on them, like like chewing them in half. And he's like, how did you get here, punk? Uh, he's like, you, you seem like a good kid. <laughs> and uh, the reason the main character got there is because they in his old high school, he was they were setting up dominoes to beat the world record. And he glued, he got so frustrated having to participate that he glued like the last domino down, <laughs> oh, no. and all the that's delinquents good. are like, "Oh yeah, that's that's messed like, up, bro." That's pretty awful. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's yeah <laughs> it's, it's very good. I haven't seen this. I've heard it's goofy. You've mentioned it to me a couple times, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it's classic goofs. Yeah. I I think uh, it's just clean. I say clean comedy. It's inappropriate at times too, but it's just very fun. Yeah, for sure. All right, TTGL baby. Yep. Uh, we went and saw this movie on what? Sat- uh, Friday, Saturday? Two days ago, three days ago? Yeah. yeah. I, someday. It was, yeah, in, someday. It was in and out because it's very simple and easy and fun. Gurren Lagann is great. I, I was in such a good mood after watching that movie. Yeah. It, it really helped me reconnect with my childhood in, in a way. It made me feel all the good things I felt when I watched it when I was a kid. Uh, Gurren Lagann was uh, huge for me. Uh, I, I, I was like a introverted, awkward kid in middle school. And I, I feel like... Uh, the message that Gurren Lagann had, which is kind of just believing in yourself, uh, summed up, uh, resonated with me. And I think a lot of a lot of shows and movies and whatever have that message. But this was the one that hit me. Uh, this is one of the only or first times it comes from the angle that it does, which is you've probably heard it said. It's like, if you don't believe in yourself, believe in the me who believes in you. That's well, yeah, kind of, that's so cool. What a good which line. is great. It's like, hey, you you believe in the sort of older brother character says like, you don't believe in yourself, but you believe in me, right? And if you believe in me, I believe in you. So you have to believe in me who believes in you. And it's this great sort of like, you know, it, it's, it's trust great. other people around you to believe in uh, their opinion of you. Exactly. And it, it's it's such great, goofy, communal logic that I, I it truly appreciate. Yeah. Moreover, the show is fun as fuck. It is about giant robots uh, uh, being powered by the power of self-worth. Uh, as goofy as that sounds, it works, and it's just great. Yep. Uh, this is the also the sort of introduction of what we'll call the 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 trigger <laughs> trigger style trigger story beats. For sure. This okay. So Tengen Topo Gurren Lagann, Kill a Kill, Little Witch Academia, Darling in the Franks, 
those I there might be more, but those four shows for sure follow almost the exact same beat for beat 24 episode thing where it's like the first 12 episodes, you think that these guys are the bad guys and the next 12, it's the other guy in the last episode or two, they go to space. Like every single one of those shows does that. Um, and that's like a trigger, a trigger Imaishi thing. Current, uh, feels like going to space makes a lot more sense than the others. That is true. Yeah. Tinga Tabagurlagan makes the most sense going to space. Uh, yeah, and by the by the yeah. way, by the end of the series, they're throwing galaxies around, uh, and like the main bad guy, like grabs two galaxies and uh, mixes them around in his hand and shoots the Big Bang at Gurren Lagan. Yeah, and it's like that's what you're signing up for. That's like it's over the top, incredibly fun bullshit. Yeah, I would also say because we just went and saw the second movie. Um, the movies, I think, a pretty good distillation of it. I don't. It's been a long. It's been sixteen. No like 12 years since I've watched this show. I watched this at the end of college because uh, it was one of the only animes that was like on Netflix. Um, this was in my, I watched Gurren Lagann when I was in my sort of like, holy crap, I like anime. What else? I'm going to watch everything out there. I watched like, this is stuff that I watched alongside like Code Geass uh, and stuff like that. But yeah, Gurren Lagann was awesome and very excited. What a fun, what a fun fucking Very good, yeah. My, my preference, right. I'll always fight for Kill a Kill over, over Gurren Lagann if you want uh, a show directed by... E- Imaishi, also amazing. Also, also amazing. Show. Very, very close. Uh, I, 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 the next think, one. I, I think you can you can swap out Gurren for Kill a Kill, and that would be that would make total sense to me. Yeah. Uh, next show is uh, yeah. What do you say about the show that has it all, huh? It's a uh, Full Metal Alchemist yep. Brotherhood, and the only thing it doesn't have is that the original show existed, so it abridged some of the content from yep. the original show with the yep. assumption that you watched it. It's but yeah, kind of actually that, difficult. Uh, to recommend on the first one yeah it's like because if you put that factor aside like if you watch 10 episodes of the original full metal alchemist and then continue on from brotherhood it's 20 but yeah (laughs) or uh, is it it that many i did this a couple years ago yeah you have to watch i think like 22 or 24 it's like the first big chunk of the original full metal alchemist and then swap to full metal alchemist brotherhood and you the first like five or six episodes kind of recaps it but does it really short right because in the original there's like a whole flashback episode there's the training flashback there's like shot tucker takes two or three episodes to do all this stuff and this one it's like boom episode one preview episode two shout tucker episode three it's just like it goes it goes and skips them but if you want the full i mean if you want the full experience go read the manga but the closest i, th- I think it's 24 episodes i think you have to watch 24 episodes of the original and then start brotherhood and then you sort of picks up uh like around episode six is where it kind of gets into new stuff but yeah, yeah anyways. And, uh, but like, I think that is maybe the only flaw I can find in this show. I think it is, yeah, I agree. From, it is yep. the perfect show aside from that. Uh, it, and it is like a, a solid 10 out of 10 for me. I, it does everything right. It is uh, charming. It has great characters. It has great soundtrack. Amazing great animation. Acting. Yeah. World building. I Like I, I would just be listing every quality that makes a story. If I talked about how good every part of this is. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just awesome. It's, I think the only criticism I see on it is the humor. And even that is, it's not unfunny. It it's has just, humor. Guess, it's a sense. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, it's not the humor. in It is not for everyone. I definitely found it annoying. Like on the second time I watched it, maybe where it was like, wow, these short jokes and animation changes. It's one of those things I think though. And this is why I, this is why we're a manga podcast and why we recommend that people read manga is that reading the manga full metal alchemist, you, that panel, that joke is like one panel. And the problem with animating these things is that you animate a one panel joke. It lasts, 
I don't know, 10 seconds, five seconds. It takes up a lot more of your time other than being like, funny panel, ha, next panel. Boom, like, boom, you're just done. You're like, they made a joke, on, we're gone. On, and you know, like, I think, and you can let me know what you think on this, but even the short jokes in Full Metal Alchemist, these are like bog standard for any anime. The only reason we have an issue with FMA having them is because there, I feel like, is so little to criticize about it. That's so true. Yeah, we're it's, scraping the bottom of the barrel. And it isn't. And it, and it isn't like they're bad. Like they aren't like offensive or like, you know, like offending anyone or doing anything like that. It's just like, yeah, sometimes they're not funny, or sometimes it's the same joke a couple times, you know, a couple episodes in a row. But it's like that. Yeah, that is really the only thing. It's you're you're very right. I we've talked about this manga. You know, I worship and adore Arakawa, one of my favorite authors. Um, yeah, and Full Metal Alchemist is is amazing and i yeah and brotherhood especially i think deserves to be uh up top there so all right finish them all finish us off with nichi bros i think uh if there is any show that encapsulates what it is to be a high school boy it's not even Cromarty high school it is danchi koko no nishi joe daily life of high school boys it's it, it is phenomenally hilarious uh the the brown haired guy in the top right with the glasses is voiced by uh gintoki uh, from Gintama as well. So just honestly the best voice actor, male voice actor in the biz. I think. He's very well regarded. Yeah. Uh, if I, I, I think that is enough said, but I'll give you some homework. Um, watch the, uh, daily life of high school boys, literary girl scene on YouTube. Oh, yeah. and, and you'll, I think you'll get a good gist of why this is so relatably hilarious. It's, uh, it's yeah. similar to, Junichi Joe, although I would say it's less sketch and more just sort of like two little stories per episode, isn't it? Like, yeah, well, it is. It is just a sketch, but I would say it's not as absurdist. It's not, more, yeah, definitely not as absurdist. Uh, yeah, it's more grounded in what makes high school boys weird. Uh, and Nishi Joe is more of a, I don't know. It, it, Nishi Joe is just an absurdist sketch comedy show. Uh that uses high school as a setting more so than it really has to do with its jokes. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Like, like high, high school is just a backdrop for Nishi Joe, but the daily life of high school boys is very much about the daily life of high school. boys. Yeah. What it's like to be you know, 15, 16 in high school as a boy. That's... I'm, I'm realizing now that the gag around Nishi Joe being called daily life is a joke because it is not really about daily life at all. Like, it, like yeah, you know what he, I mean? it's, people, it's crazy yeah people are rocket launchers it's a robot yeah. yeah it's yeah it's very extraordinary and not really about daily life i, I definitely think yeah. that is part of the show cool uh gautam read read your three by three one more time top to bottom you got it uh it is gintama one punch man nishi joe uh shinsuka yori bakano kromarty high school gurren lagan fma brotherhood and uh the daily life of high school boys don't you cook say no Nice. There you go. All right. Let's get on to mine. Here we go. Uh, so we've got, I also tr tried to, I will say that my, um, my rows are pretty solid groups. My columns are a little less, uh, solid. So we've All got, right. we've got top to bottom, left to right. Um, Digimon Tamers, Full Metal Alchemist, Non-Brotherhood, K-On, uh, Evangelion, Bakamonogatari, Sakamichi no Apollyon, uh, Kill a Kill, Toradora, and Chihayafuru. So, got any okay. ideas on how these all link up? 
Okay, yeah. Let's let's start with our middle row because that is making okay. some that's, sense that's to me. That's Full Metal Alchemist, Bakamona Guitari, Toradora. Oh, uh, row. So it will be Evangelion, uh, uh, the Shaft oh, Show, okay. uh, Bakamona Guitari, and yeah. Dance on the Slope. Yeah. Um, uh, it's about personal problems. Uh, kids having huge personal problems. Like, uh, I, you could, I, I think that you can group them like that. I group those cause those are just what I think are the, maybe the best three shows I've, if, I've, I've seen. Okay. So th- those were your, that was your favorite row. No, uh, no, those are the best. <laughs> cause my favorite row is a separate row, which you can find. Um, oh, I see. Okay. Uh, I think I think Evangelion is yeah Evangelion Bakamoto Guitar Series and Kids on the Slope are just some of the highest quality anime that I've seen for me. Uh, okay. Bottom row is uh girl power. Yes. Yeah, uh, bottom row is is female leads or female. Yeah, female leads. I the Hell yeah. what's his name Ryuji is not the lead of of Toradora. He is, but he's not. And he it's could be Taika. a female lead if, if if he wants to be. That's true. Uh. But yeah, and, Kill a Kill, Toradora, Chihaya, Faru. Yeah, girl power. Okay, the top one. Uh, this is Digimon Season 3. That is, right? yes, Digimon Tamers Season 3. So this is the reverse isekai, where they are in the real world and the Digimon invade. Um, yeah, Digimon Tamers is the is the Western. You, you know, Fullmetal Alchemist has really thrown me off in that, in that one. Uh, this, is, this is more of a personal one. I don't know if you'll get this, but... Uh, they all have instruments <laughs> no this is the the top row is really just the the anime this is just the animes that like really i don't want to say like got me into anime but like these were like stepping stones along the way of my anime journey that were really big leaps and jumps right like i had totally watched pokemon sense. and digimon but digimon tamers is like next level quality um got it totally makes sense uh yeah the first column, which is Digimon Tamers, Evangelion, and Kill a Kill, uh, they all go to space. Uh, one, of them, one of them goes to cyberspace. Yeah, kind of. I, these are just sci-fi <laughs> series, I would say. But yeah, that's essentially... Essentially, yeah, go to space. Sci-fi yeah. fantasy type stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, the third column, with K-On, Kids on the Slope, and G.I.F. Luru, they're all high schoolers, and they're participating in extracurricular hobbies. Uh, that's true. I I just group these more of like these are chill shows. These are more chill. Uh, okay, I'm, they are I'm they aren't necessarily with the with yeah. The these they aren't necessarily okay. like cute girls doing cute things because that's like Kon is that, but Chihaya Furu is is more um chill sports and Kids on the Slope is kind of chill drama. Um, yeah, they're much more just sort of low. I don't want to say low energy, but yeah, they're they're more chill, comfy shows in general. Okay, now now the hardest column. Uh, it's just your favorites. It's just those. Yeah, exactly. There's a okay, best. Awesome. There's a best row and a favorites row, and dead in the center of that is Bakamoto Guitari. So you throw Toradora in your favorites, huh? I love Toradora. I think it's the best romance anime. I do not think it has been beaten. Um, Kaguya might I, beat it, but yeah, we'll see. I, I, I haven't watched that anime, so I've only read the manga. But I think Toradora we'll, we'll, is awesome. We'll get to Toradora in a in a, in a bit here. We can yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Uh, let's let's start with the uh, Digimon Tamers. Yeah, I. I, I talked a little bit about it but digimon tamers came out probably around 2000 maybe 2001 2002 that area um digimon tamers 
was kind of before I knew what anime was, but it was probably the first like really good anime I watched, right? I'd watched a little bit sort of a Sailor Moon. I'd watched Pokemon Digimon before this, but those were very sort of, you know, they were fun and I did like them, um, but they were not legitimately quality shows. Um, ah. Digimon Tamers is like a really good show. I like went back and watched it and like, yeah, sure. They still do Digivolve. It still has kind of that kind of, you know, kid stuff in it, but like, like the, the main character having to like hide his Digimon. And I don't know, there's like a lot of really mature, um, interesting stuff going on in this kind of reverse Isekai, uh, sp specifically, I guess in the first kind of season, cause I think they did like a second season, second arc of this. That's not nearly as good, but, um, yeah. And this, I'm, I'm trying to look, I'll look up the director for this. Cause I know that the director, um, the I, director I for this went on to like do like really good stuff. Um, uh, yeah, well, aren't this, I might be conflating this with the Digimon movie, but the summer worst creator, that's the, um, yeah, he did, he did the movie. Um, Digimon Tamers. Let me see if this guy's got Mal. Cause I am pretty sure this guy went on to do. Yeah. This guy did like, um, oh, he directed, I mean, he did a bunch of one piece stuff. <laughs> a lot, like lots of very old one piece stuff. Oh, he did, he did, uh, Kyoso Giga, Digimon Frontier. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, say Omega. Oh, this is the that's movie. Like a, Hold on, which movie like is this? Old school stuff. Wait, take this. aim. The pirate baseball king. Okay, that's not actually a movie. <laughs> that's that's made up. No, nobody, nobody. That is that. a one piece movie that happened. Uh, I thought this guy. Here we go. Precure. I don't know. He's he's very well known. I guess maybe it's not director. Maybe it's writer or something. But I think it's um, kind of crazy that none of us put Bebop on our list. I yeah, that's a good call out. I like Bebop. I don't love Bebop. I love Bebop. I I. I I think I'd get rid of Donchi and put it on the list if I didn't care about the themes so much. Um, yeah, we may be caring a little bit too much about the themes. Um, that's the best I, part. That's the best part. It's the I think purely the episodic nature of it makes me like it less, and that is not necessarily a knock against its quality because it is absolutely potentially the greatest looking TV like anime maybe of all time. Still, like it's the animation and the amount of cost production that went into it is still awesome and it is amazing, but. Um, I just really prefer connected stories. Uh, Fair enough. So, yeah. So, anyways, after Jumon Tamers, um, the next sort of big stop in my journey is the original Full Metal Alchemist. Um, I watched this in college, uh, and this was one of sort of two shows that I watched in college with my roommate at the time that really got me like, like, holy shit, this is a whole new different version of storytelling of these like massive connected stories. Um, it was this and a show called Samurai 7. Um, or Samurai 8? I don't know. There's I felt like, the same way watching FMA, the regular as well. Did it, yeah. did it feel to you like you were watching something special? after? Yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, after you get to the point where they sort of like figure out what the sorcerers, not sorcerer's stones, um, what are they called? Uh, philosopher's stones. Philosopher's stones, yeah. Uh, I was Americanizing the Harry Potter version. The Harry Potter, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, once you sort of get to that moment in the story and I saw the sort of character's reaction to that, I was like, whoa, this is not... A normal thing and this is this is way different this is way better um yeah and i will still say like we were talking about it earlier with brotherhood right how you should watch the first 20 or 24 episodes of the original and then watch the new one it's not like you're not watching a worse anime you're watching an anime take its time and tell the same story with like a couple of filler episodes here and there but and i even will say that for series that have had to make up content 
or finish out an anime before a manga was finished being published. I think the ending of the original Full Metal Alchemist is still pretty darn good. Like it's phenomenal. I, yeah, I, it, I, I, it's truly not 2003 uh, FMA's fault that Brotherhood is perfect. It and yeah. The only reason Brotherhood is perfect is because it follows Arakawa's manga and that manga is perfect. So yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if it, if this was just an original show or that was the only ending or if Arakawa had followed this ending, like I would not be disappointed. I I even really like the, um, I like the movie at the end of the series where (laughs) like minor spoilers, where it's like dual universe Germany. (laughs) And they're like the the Alphonse brothers or the, the Elric brothers are over there. So yeah, this is and this is just one of those things again where I watched Samurai Seven and I was like, yeah, that was cool and a, a complete connected story and I liked it. And then I watched Full Metal Alchemist and it was just like, wow, this is such a like mature. Like it isn't just a shonen. It's as it's one of the first shows I watched. It's like this is not just a shonen, right? This is very much kind of that shonen sane and split. Um, it has a lot of adult themes. It has a lot, a lot of blood and violence. Uh, if again. Everything else I can heap praises on Full Metal Alchemist for is more attributed to Arakawa, but uh, the original stuff that they did in this series at the end, I thought was really good. Um, by the, I finished this probably like right when Brotherhood was starting to air, uh, and I <coughs> I included this, and I will tie this one to the next one into K-On. Um, Full Metal Alchemist and K-On and specifically Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and K-On were two of the shows that I started watching in either like late 2008, early 2009 that um, only had English translations up to a certain point. And then uh, they had Japanese translated published episodes that you could watch with English subs, but no dubs. So so Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and K-On, season two specifically, um, were the two shows that essentially swapped me over to... Uh, to subs from dubs. And so those you are know, really important in my journey. It's funny you mentioned because I've watched FMA both subbed and dubbed a few times. Yeah, it's good and both ways. It's good both ways to the point where I, I can hardly tell the difference. Like it, I know that's a crazy thing to say, but they sound like they do in both versions, regardless of the yeah. languages being different. Yeah. FMA, Cowboy Bebop. Those are two of the shows I would put in the sub and dub are equal. You can watch either. They're both good. Uh, is the only better dub, but yeah, I mean, K-On is, okay, I've, I've dropped numerous times. This is kind of my, oh, I'll say this is my favorite show as a joke, but like, I really fucking love K-On, man. Like, it's, yeah, it's great. This is KyoAni again, and they, man, I, it's amazing to me as someone who, especially at the time that. I watched this, like, played a lot of guitar. I mean, college, like, all the college guys play guitar. Played guitar, played bass, um, was around, you know, people who knew how to play drums, played some rock band stuff in high school, played jazz band. Uh, was, you know, very musical that in that time of my life. And, I, I like, I could go... I have to get it out of my room. I Yui's guitar? I I have. That that Sunburst Les Paul? I, I own that guitar. That's, like, how oh, much this, awesome. like, influenced me. Like, I own that electric guitar. I bought... When I bought an electric guitar... I told, you know, my mom or whatever's helped me buying it. I was like, I want a sunburst, like less Gibson, less Paul. And that's what I have with the, like the two, the two pickups. Um, yeah. And it, it's amazing to me in this show, how accurate they get, like every note played, every chord pressed, the rhythms, everything, the songs are catchy. You're going to talk about like great OPs and endings. Um, this, this, you know, this series has amazing of them. I think my favorite 
segment, just sort of like part in, in any anime of all time. It gives me chills even thinking about it. The, the opening of season two of K-On, which is just called K-On two exclamation points, um, is so, it's so fantastic. It's, it's Yui sitting in the room, like singing to herself and playing guitar and, and just like doing a guitar solo while all these sort of like daily life things happen in the background. Um, it's so awesome and it's so fun. It's so cute. There's very minor drama. This is, this is the essential cute girls doing cute things and it's cute girls doing cute things plus rock and roll, which I am pretty, <laughs> anyone who talks to me about music will know that that's, it's not the only genre of music I like, but it is the majority of music that I like is just straight, straight rock and roll. So cute girls, cute girls doing cute things, great animation studio, um, rock and roll. It's awesome. And there is a clip, um, uh, just to go to show more quality of it. When the clips get shared a lot is the, um, Ritsu and Yui voice actors doing their character's voice, imitating a sumo wrestler's voice. Uh, and it's some of it, like that is stuff that is really quality voice acting, right? To voice a character who is then imitating another different character. That's great. Yeah. And it's, it's one of these clips that gets shared of like, I can't believe how good this voice acting is. And yeah, it's great. I, I, I love these girls. They're awesome. The movie is great. The animation is amazing. I, the rock and roll is good. I, I love all of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is easily, I think actually this is my, my number two show. And if I'm feeling like down or depressed and this is on, this might be my number one show. So uh, and if you guys want to see, like, you know, top 10 anime betrayals, uh, if you want to see the number one on that list yeah. of every list, uh, just type in Mugi Strawberry. If you've, yeah, if you've seen a clip from K-On, it's probably the Mugi Strawberry Betrayal, or th that was a yeah. meme for a while. Um, that was yeah, an old I, school anime meme. For, so if, if, yeah, that was uh, an anime meme in like 2010. Younger, you should check that out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen this show, this is, in my opinion, the best cute girls doing cute things show. And this is also one of the best, just like, Rocket, like if you liked Bochi the Rock, this is a little bit different. But like if you like the rock and roll aspects of Bochi the Rock, this is like the rock and roll here is like really, really well performed, really good. Um, I love the show. Yep. Okay, let's go from cute girls doing cute things to depressed people getting in robots. Um, Evangelion. <laughs> yeah. What more do you even have to say other than Evangelion is is as good as the people who praise it say it is, and it is not as bad as the people who don't like it say it isn't. <laughs> I, I think uh who cares about their opinion? I, I it's so iconic. Uh I like I can say I'm so fucked up and everyone knows exactly what scene I'm talking about. I oh think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It, like and there's like a million moments like that. That's just Evangelion. It's that impactful. Yeah. yeah. I think that here's one of the reasons this is on my list is that like Evangelion I have a I've really personal connection to, and I think that a lot of people who really like Evangelion also have this connection. So I'll call it out. And I think a lot of people who don't like Evangelion, it's because they don't understand it by not having this connection. Is it like I have had clinical depression and been treated for it, um, you know, historically. And when you've been depressed and you watch Shinji go through what he goes through, that's he's Shinji is easily the most relatable anime character to me, like ever. Like, have mm -hmm. I, do I drive giant robots? No, but when he, you know, he like just runs away on the train and has his you know, headphones in and people are like, Oh my God, this guy is so shitty. Why doesn't he just get in the robot? And it's like, really? You've like, if you haven't been depressed to the point that you're just like laying in bed or getting in your car and not wanting to go to work, like that's, that's such a relatable thing for so, so many people, myself included. And that's, that's all Shinji is right. Is he's, he's clinical depression. I mean, Ano, 
has admitted like he's you know very self-inserted he's was a very depressed guy when he made this you know like cl- clinically depressed not depressed like just sad um and it's also one of those things uh, this is specifically the tv series but if you go through and watch all of the tv series and the movies and the rebuild of evangelion movies it's it's heartening and it's it's amazing to watch as someone you know who's not in a hundred percent every day, but, but much better about my depression now and better about accepting it and moving through it. Um, it's, it's great to sort of watch Ano also make those same kind of progressions over the past. I mean, at this point, like almost 30 years, uh, I will also say that the, what an incredibly positive ending to that series. Yeah. Well, uh, the ending to the end of Evangelion and even honestly, the ending of the series. Yeah. The, the rebuild had a very positive and hopeful message and so did end of Eva in a way, but it was bittersweet. Well, End of Eva doesn't is is a little bit different. I would say that just the the very end. Yeah, I guess I guess it sort of ties in with the very end. But yeah, I you know minor spoilers for End of Evangelion. It's been more than twenty five years, so I can just go with spoilers. The fact that the fact that Shinji spends the whole series being depressed, and Ano still manages to get him at the very end of of End of Evangelion movie to say like. Yes, I I am very depressed, but I I still choose to live. Right? Uh, there's the famous scene mm-hmm. with with him and Asuka at the very end. Um, it, it is essentially a giant. Uh, it, the whole series isn't about this, but the ending very much is. Is that yes, I am sad. No, the answer is not to end my life. Like I think that is like such a it's such a powerful thing for media to say. And if you don't again, if you don't understand that because you haven't been depressed or you haven't had suicidal thoughts. Um, I, I understand that. I think a lot of us who have been through that look at Evangelion as this like great, amazing artistic masterpiece. Like, like I do, because it's like, yeah, how many, how many artistic things have gone and said, I understand what it's like to run away from responsibility and depression makes you do that. I understand how hard it is to connect with people when you're just sad and depressed. I understand how alienating it is, you know, with, with these girls around him and these people forcing him to do things that he doesn't want to do. And to still at the end of all of that say, well, that sucks, but I'm still not going to choose to just get rid of my life because that's not the answer. The answer is to to keep going, even if even if the whole world is tang. You just got to keep going. Um, and I think that's easily one of the, not the most uplifting, uh, you know, sort of ending to a series about depression. I mean, they all sort of end in a in a. And I think Comsuser Todd is like such a beautiful song. I, I still like listen mm-hmm. to it and get sad yeah and the animation in these is so is so fantastic uh like all i mean if you have not seen the 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 eva the eva's fighting you know in especially in in the end of evangelion movie and in the rebuild movies the animation here is is fantastic um yeah this is a very important powerful series in my opinion and i think it's artistically immaculate even though the last two episodes of the series are kind of out of money uh it's okay end of evangelion exists so yeah I, and Eva, Eva's very important. I, and I will say, uh, aside from the meaningful aspect of, of like what makes this series great, uh, there's also a lot of cool sci-fi. Uh, that yeah. like I and a small example will be that uh, an Evangelion had to fire a giant sniper rifle railgun, and, yes. and uh, they had to use all the power, all of the energy power in Japan to do so. Yeah, they they turned off Japan for one shot at the gun. And it's it's just like cool. It's it's a very cool sci-fi shit. Yeah, uh, Ano has so. this very, and he does this even in his live-action movies, right? Um, Godzilla, um, not minus one. What's uh, Godzilla? Shin Godzilla. 
uh, is yeah, the one that Honor directed. That has all of this cool. They're, they're all there are scenes from Shin Godzilla that you could take the voiceovers from and just plug them into a scene from from Eva, right? Where they're they're in the control worlds or they're talking about LCL levels at this terminal and get this thing and boost this. He has this. He has this weird hard on for like. Let's just have three or four minutes of people saying technical things. Like, and I'm here you know, for it, man. It makes me panic. It's it's very like it it's very much his style, and it's cool. Yeah, I mean, the start of every end of Evangelion movie, right? The um, the third and the fourth one, especially. Right, the third the third one they're doing the space rescue. The fourth one is Mari doing her fight in um, Paris. Those are yeah. both just chocked full of random techno jargon that makes no fucking sense. But it, like, it makes it seem real. It makes it seem so cool. It's a world building element. Um, it's very cool. And the size, the scope of it all is very like it's it's cool seeing like uh, shotgun shells fall next to the Eiffel Tower and be almost the mm-hmm. size of uh, the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, right? like, tanks like, driving alongside, you know, and shooting, and they're you know, uh, it takes three tanks end to end to be the size of a foot of an Eva or something. Yeah, like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, so cool. it's yeah, you, 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 we could talk endlessly about how influential Evangelion was, especially to the mech, uh, the mech genre, which was True. you know already pretty big, but. We don't have, there's a lot of other uh, yeah, media hit, that we don't have song. today. But yeah, uh, I'm going to skip my middle one because I want to save it for last, but I'll skip over to the right. Uh, I'll skip Bakamoto Guitar. We'll go over to uh, Sakamichi no Apollyon. This is called Kids on the Slope in the West. Um, this is one of MAPPA's first animation endeavors. This lines up again with K-On in sort of a musical thing. This is about a um, pianist boy who kind of moves out to the country in like late like late early 50s very post-war japan um meets a guy who's like a jazz drummer uh, he's he's a classical pianist the guy's a jazz drummer he like introduces him to jazz um and it's about the connection of these two guys and the girl over uh jazz performance and it's very sort of it's very sort of comfy melancholy you know post-war how are we recovering everyone's kind of poor we're getting over it connection through music connection through high school um, this is a very, very, very good show that I do not really hear people talking about anymore. Um, this would be easily, uh, like top five best anime dramas I've ever watched. Like maybe best top one. I mean, it's in the row of just the, my, my like good shit, bro. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. I, 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 is there a reason why the guy is like dressed like a sailor? Uh, I mean, so the, you know, that the, like, girls wear like a quote unquote, like sailor uniform when they're in high school. Right. I think that, I think at this point in Japan, things were a lot more like, literally it was just like, you're in high school, you're wearing like a pseudo military Navy thing. So like, it's something like that. Right. He, he has a striped shirt just cause it's like identifiable, but like the hat and everything is just like, that's just their high school uniform. So got it. Got it. Huh, yeah. Okay, cool. This is a drama. This is great. Uh, I would say, especially if you are into music performance, um, if you're a, sort of a music performer or you've connected with people over music performance in the past, uh, Sakamichi no Apollyon is definitely, definitely for you. In the same way that K-On is sort of like, get your happy, cute girls and like really actually the best music performances ever. Um, Sakamichi no Apollyon also has very, very good uh, drumming and piano performances like like well like animated correct like finger placements on keys and stick sticks hitting the right things on drums uh which is not always the case right so yeah those are those are the kinds of details that i really like to see especially in musical performance like like as someone who's played a bunch of different instruments um anytime anyone's faking playing an instrument on screen it's it's immediately evident i would say anyone who's played an instrument for you know 
a year in high school, you know, if you play trumpet for a year in junior high or whatever, and you see someone fake, like fake playing trumpet, like you can tell. Uh, it, it's the same with like, a, like video games. It's like, uh, you just know. Yeah, you can't fake playing video games once you've played enough video games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's funny that a bunch of these uh, lined up, right? You had your you had Nichi Joe in the top right corner, and I have my cute girls doing cute things. I have Kaon, and then you had Tiger Top and Log on bottom left, and I have Kill a Kill in the bottom left. Hell this yeah, is, brother. This is um, something that is kind of a theme for almost all of my shows. Is that, and, and again, because we're sort of a manga podcast, and I. Like I really want to sort of uplift and advertise for for manga rather than anime. Um, picking something that is anime only and picking things that use the medium of animation to tell their story in an elevated or different way is very much the kind of show that I like. And we'll definitely get into that more. Um, I mean, Evangelion is is anime original. Kaon is way better animated than it was uh, in manga form. Digimon Tamers, anime original, Sakamichi no Polygon, it might be based on a light novel. I think that's anime original. Um, G Hyofuru, I would say, is definitely an upgrade. Toradora also. Um, but yeah, Kill a Kill. I mean, it's a lot of the same trigger stuff, right? It's just, it's wild, it's crazy. I think, what's her name? Mako Manshoku is... Uh, people, either, people either think she is the most annoying character or the funniest. Uh, She's my favorite character. I, I love her. It does... I the sort of twist in the middle of the season of, Oh yeah, the people we thought were the bad guys are now our friends is, is great because the bad guy characters for the first half, the, what are they even called? The like three star generals or whatever. Are uh, all the, not, the Nazi youth. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they're very militaristic there. I would not call them Nazis, but like Gamagori <laughs> is, sure? is amazing. The, the big guy, they're all, they're all so good. I think that nudist beach is amazing. The hype thr- like one of the gifts that I like to send a lot is like hype thrusters activate, which is from kill a kill of like the boat. Again, <laughs> oh it just, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dick boat. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's just so, it's so funny and it, it's so funny. And like the animation in it is so good and it's trigger is so incredibly smart with their animation. Um, in that they will, you know, under animate a thing or they'll reuse Mako's, uh, scene, you know, her like meme scene for like, you know, like 16 times through the whole series. And when it shows up, it isn't like, oh my gosh, they're reusing the same animation. You go, oh, it's it's the Mako, like, uh, it's the Mako diatribe time. Great. She's talking, it's doing great. They're so smart about it. I think this is, this is for me, Trigger's best series. Um, this is, it's like female empowering at the same time. It has all of these kind of comments, although it doesn't go super deep onto like, are the clothes that we wear important? Is our, you know, is covering our bodies important? Why do we, cover what parts of our bodies is really about that. It's about the hype fights. They go to space. It's awesome. The threads are space magic. There's always it like, ve- it is very similar to Grand Lagan where mm-hmm. the theme is self-acceptance, but it, it represented in dope fights, right? Like dope, insane animated fights. Yeah, for awesome. sure. And it's also about, yeah, I, this is uh, for me, this is the one that makes the most sense. I think for me, Grand Lagan, the, the place where it kind of slows down is after a there's a there's a big event like seven or eight uh episodes in i think it kind of slows down in the middle to me the middle section That's of yeah yeah but to me the middle section of kill a kill is like easily the best part like because you sort of get an intro you get a couple of wacky stuff and then it's like 
okay, Ryuko is now like fighting the three-star generals and then you find out the kind of main twist. Now she's joining up with the bad guys and now she's learning and now it's it's nudist beach and now there's all these other wacky people. And it's just like after about episode like six or seven, it just goes and it does not stop and it's awesome. Um, and, and what a great uh, like Henshin transformation type thing, right? Like those, yeah. I mean, if you were not on the internet when the show was coming out, which it is now 10 years old, by the way, um, there were, there was gifts and re and remakes, you know, everywhere of Ryoko and her sister, whose name I'm forgetting, uh, doing their, their transformation thing with Senketsu and it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I don't know if you watched the epilogue episode, Bruce. It's also very good. Maybe. I don't remember. Is that the one where like Ryoko and her sister go on like a date or something? Right. No, it's, um, it's a final thing at the school. It's just a send off for the series. Mm. Okay, maybe it was like the post credits. I think had that maybe where they were just like together or whatever. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was in the post credits. Yeah, this is great. I mean, it's essentially like every powerful main character in this series is a girl. And even ten ten years ago, that was very progressive. I think we still need more stuff like this even today. Um, of just like give me a hype show with a girl lead and a girl antagonist. And then when those two join up later, give me another girl antagonist and give me, yeah, like hell yeah, there's yeah, boys it, in this, but they're side characters, all of them. Um, and I just, I think that's really important. I think that's really cool. It makes me like it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I, I have, I have fight club Mako on my fight stick for fighting games. Oh so yeah. It, yep. I love this show. It's, it's that's a great episode. Yeah. And visually like the giant bold red letters that show up when it announces, you know, where some, where you are or who someone is, is awesome. The Senketsu, the talking sailor uniform is awesome. The three star. I don't know. It's just like everything about this is so wild and, and so trigger like a trigger, I think has not gone this hard since they made this show. Right. Like I'd love like, to see something like it again. Yeah, like like Little Witch is again follows a lot of the similar beats, but it's it's a little bit more calmer, more tamer. Um, and it's it isn't quite as it's, wild. It, it is different. Yeah, yeah, a little more magical than sort of uh, actiony, I guess. Um, I, I feel yeah, like the, only Kill a Kill and Gurren Lagann can truly be compared with each other. You know, like yeah, those for sure, two those two are yeah. the ones that just went the hardest. And you yeah, know, pick your favorite. So, all right, moving right along. Um, in my girl power row down here. Uh, next one we have is Toradora. Um, like I mentioned at the start, I think this is easily the best anime, uh, best romance anime around. Um, I, every single year, Reddit does a rewatch, and I always check on Christmas Eve. The Christmas Eve episode of Toradora uh, is one of the most emotionally impactful anime episodes I have ever seen. Um, if you've seen the series, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that, and then the end of, uh, or there most of Clanet after story was also very emotionally impactful, but Toradora kind of surprised me in, you know, heartfelt. I, I don't know. It's just, it's full, it's full of these really, you think they're funny, goofy over the top characters that are slowly kind of humanized and, and made more relatable over time. Um, Ta- <coughs> Taiga and Ryuji both have, uh, issues that are, you know, real person issues of, disconnected from family or poor, you know, or, or whatever. And all the other side characters also have, have issues. I, I, I like the trope. Um, it's, it's a little bit of a, Oh God, what's uh Cyrano de Bergerac. Do you remember when I mentioned this like six months ago on the podcast? No. What, what, okay. is this, what does this mean? Okay. Cyrano de Bergerac is a, I think it's a stage play. It might, might be a book first. I don't remember which one. Um, Cyrano de Bergerac is about a poet who is like ugly and has a really big nose. And a, he, he helps a prince 
by like feeding him lines and the prince falls in love with the girl, but the girl's really in love with Cyrano because Cyrano's the one who's actually like telling him what to say. Um, I like this trope of like, this person likes this person. Help me to get to, you know, you're his friend, right? This whole thing starts out with, um, basically there's the two main characters who are kind of obviously the two that are going to end up together, like two different people in the start. And they're both like, Hey, you're friends with this person or you're best friends with this person. Help me like get in with them because I like them. Um, I, I like that trope of like, Hey, be my friend and help me out. And that leads to sort of an evolving relationship. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, yeah. just, it's just a trope that I just really enjoy. It feels really realistic. It's a good that, one. Like, it's it, a good one. And it sets, it sets itself up for like a really interesting narrative, which I think Toradora delivers on. Um, yeah. And it also like, it also presents more than just like, oh, it isn't just about a guy falling in love with the girl. It's like, it also talks about like, well, how do you like stop? How do you move on from a crush? When do you know when you should move on from a crush? If it's hard, like, and you know, I, I don't know the if, if you've seen Toradora, you know what I'm talking about. The Christmas Eve episode is sort of the culmination of a lot of that stuff, right? Of the original girl, like, realizing her feelings, and but then the guy has moved on, and and I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I don't want to spoil everything because it's such it's such an immaculate show. It's so wonderful. Um, the animation here, I think, again, is really, really good. Uh, I The openings, both the openings are really good. There's like Pura Parade, I think, is maybe the second opening is one of is, again, one of my favorite openings. Um, yeah, this is this is a great show. I should watch this. I think I, it's you've, you've probably seen me wear. I have, I have a T-shirt with the Toradora um, stuff on it. I'm trying to remember how many of these I have. I have T-shirts for. Uh, I don't have a Chihaya Furu t-shirt. I don't have a Digimon t-shirt, but I have, I have Full Metal Alchemist. I have a K-On. I have an Eva. I have a Monogatari. Yeah, they don't have, have a Toradora. t-shirt either. I'm, uh, I would imagine they do not. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I have a Kill. I don't remember if I have a Kill a Kill shirt. I, I feel like I do. Hoodie, so you have the Kill a Kill shirt. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I have, have seen the Kill a Kill shirt. Yeah, I have the, the, yeah. Oh, the Senketsu yeah, hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, the Senketsu hoodie. Uh, that's I'd right. Say, yeah, that's a good I think Toradora is good. I, I think uh, it falls off at the end. Um, and yes, I, I don't know. Some people have issues with the ending. I To me, everything past episode like 20, or past the sort of Christmas Eve episode, and maybe the episode directly after that, is all sort of falling action from the climax. Like, the Christmas Eve episode is the climax of that show. Like, that is where everything comes to a head. And I think a lot of people like the climax to be right at the end, so it feels satisfying. But, like, everything after it is falling action. Um, and so I, I it does feel a little bit I like a, it's just slower. A, I, I liked Ryuji so much better than Taiga that I think there was like a skewed perspective I had with, yeah. with the series in general. Um, and oh, but you know, here's a hot take that I, I think everyone's least favorite character is probably my favorite character in that series, which is Ami. Uh, oh no, I, I, mean, just, I, lo- I love Ami as a character. You are kind of supposed to hate her at times. You're it is intentional, but yeah, I, you're supposed to hate her until like her last appearances in the show, in which case she completely pivots to being just the most rational kind of competent like emotionally understanding person i feel like in the show she she i think she gets a wider perspective than anyone else in the series she's one of the more complex uh because her as you can see there's like five characters on screen in this little preview right four of those people are in sort of a love x slash multiple triangles of where they like one of the others but then they end up liking other people and ami is kind of not a part of that but wants to be she's a very complex character i i really enjoy her yeah Um, the blue-haired girl Um, yeah blue-haired girl yeah, but cool. either way, I, I I think it's a solid show. I I very much love their parrot. Uh, it's hard to find many more uh, romance that I think are sort of on this. 
especially sort of like a self-contained level, right? Of like, I think yeah. it's just 24 yeah, episodes. Like, or maybe it's like, maybe it's like 30 or something, but it starts, it they get so through well it, it ends. Time, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's especially, yeah. It's not like, because Kaguya-sama, you know, is like three seasons and probably another two. So it's going to end up being, you know, 80, 80 episodes or something. And I, I do think Kaguya is probably the only other thing I would put uh, in the running for this. And I watched season one and I do think that's an excellent, excellent adaptation that does You should add uh, things. check out The Dangerous of My Heart. Yeah, I've read, I've read some of The Dangerous of My Heart. I like that I, one a lot too. I, I, think it's, I think it's up there. It's just so phenomenally good at character development. Yeah, uh, I'd be curious... Um, I'd be curious yeah. if, the, if the anime is adding animation specific things. One of the, one of the reasons I like Toradora and um, Kaguya-sama as anime is that they take the medium of anime and actually do something different with it. Uh, they In Kaguya, especially a lot of the jokes are sort of written page turning jokes and they take a lot of those into the anime and change them and it make them work for animation. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's something that it's just like, I, you cannot just adapt a manga one to one and have me say like, yes, well, that's very good. You could do that maybe with like Full Metal Alchemist, but it's about yeah. the only thing. Yeah. But even then, right, you're adding animation and stuff like that's Arakawa's one maybe not her, her art's not the best. Anyway, sorry, we're gonna get distracted. I'm gonna talk about Yomi no Sugai the whole time, but okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, one more, and then we'll get to my favorites. Um, Chihaya Furu. Speaking of good romances, um, Chihaya Furu is a love triangle. Also, um, it's also like one of the best sports anime of all time. Like in my opinion, uh, man, uh, this is about a girl who plays a card game called Karuta, which is a, uh, very Japanese specific type thing. If you're interested in it, I would definitely watch the first, um, just start watching it. Uh, it's, it's really excellent. The character stuff here is very complex. Um, it's, there's a lot of a, which guy will she end up with stuff, uh, kind of through it. This is originally a... Jose or is this shojo? I guess this is shojo. I don't know, but yeah. But the answer I, is the brunette guy, right? I don't remember. I think no. I actually actually don't remember. Uh, this series I think has ended uh, two years ago, year and a half ago. Um, he, I don't remember who she ends up with. I think yeah. I don't know because um, both guys at the end are both like they're all three like going hard into playing Karta and trying to be like the grandmaster guy or whatever. Um, but this is, I mean, this is such like an immaculately, like gorgeously told anime. The way that the things, this sort of like progression of the characters and the side characters' skills and abilities along with their sort of growth as characters. Um, we talked about this with um, talking about Hayaku when we talked about our anime, or sorry, we talked about our manga 3x3s. Go check out that episode. Um, the fact that you can line up sort of these sports action events with character development in the sort of the same, uh, the same kind of moment. Um, Chiharufu does that very excellently. Characters will not necessarily win or lose based on the character development, but when they win or lose, it is related to the growth they have as a character of, you know, a confession or, uh, I was working on this thing and I need, you know, more self-confidence or whatever. Um, it's just a gorgeous show. And I, it's just like, so, so, so gorgeous. I cannot stress enough how few people still talk about this show also when I think it's like easily one of the best anime of like, I mean, this isn't necessarily a top nine in my three by three, but I could probably place everything except for maybe like Digimon Tamers and the original Full Metal Alchemist, like one to one in my top 10 and all these shows would be up there. So yeah, Chihayafru is really, really good. Yeah. I, I only hear good things about it. Uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, of course there's like a lot of good shit that we left out just due to so many good things. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, it's more fun in here. Yeah, but like, I also I, I also totally changed mine because I had some movies in there that we decided to to just go with series, which is totally fine. Because yeah, I mean, there's like I really wanted to bring up like Jinro the Wolf Brigade is one of my favorite anime things of all time. Akira, uh, March comes in like a lion. March comes in like a lion is a really good show. That's yeah, that's not finished, so I we didn't really want to put. I mostly like putting finished shows up here. I don't think I have any unfinished stuff up here, right? Pokemon uh, Guitari kind of unfinished. They announced more I, series I, of that. I like, really call two it weeks ago. As unfinished. You know, like I feel like they all. Even if Bakemono is still going, I feel like if it's self-contained enough in one season, I'd, yeah, I'd still count it is. as finished. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and let's talk about that one, because Bakemono Guitar Series is my favorite anime of all time. Uh, this is Nisue Isin. This is a story about um, Araragi and all of his girl, all the girls in his life who are either possessed or fucked up monster creatures or just cute or undead or vampires. Um this this series, like I was talking about a little earlier, where bringing something on screen as an anime in you know the animation medium, if you do something special and interesting with that, you have my attention and you have my praise. And to me, watching Bakamona Guitari and experiencing it as an anime is one of the most unique and most like exceptionally cool things I've ever seen. Um, if you've seen an episode or two or clips from Monogatari, you'll know the sort of like the cut to the, you know, like red sheet, blue sheet, black sheet, um, the dialogue overlaps, the kind of sort of quick cuts, the interesting camera angles, the cool color grading and color style choices they've got. Um, it has it even has really good like action scenes when they come up. There's only, you know, there's only a couple of them, but when they do come up, it's one of the most like, and I'm, a character first person. I think character is definitely sort of the most important thing in any story. I usually do need some kind of plot to tie together, but to me, I cannot You're find... just doing a drive-by on Bacchano again, I see. I am doing a drive-by on Bacchano because I do think <laughs> Bacchano has great characters and I think it just is right <laughs> below that line of plot where I couldn't couldn't get into it, but um, the Monogatari series has... And, and I think this is sort of affirmed by how popular... Like every single one of the girls and, and even Araragi is in uh, sales media, wherever you want to say it, you know, in, in body pillow covers. Uh, they're so, the characters in this are so good and so unique and so interesting. And the dialogue, like, my God, the voice acting here. Um, Nisue Isin is known as this sort of witty dialogue guy. And if you find a good translation of Bakamonogatari, man, it it sings and you have to, it's it eyes glued to the screen, ears glued because you cannot look away or you'll miss something. Um, and you're going to miss things and that's okay because the really important stuff lasts. I don't know. This is, this is just the epitome of character, character development first, right? Every arc is based on a single character. It follows them from the start to a completion of some kind of character growth or change. Uh, there's a, there's a fantasy element to it. There's again, there's some action things, that answers a lot of interesting questions like uh, Nisa Monogatari, right? Which is like copy story is I guess what it's called or, or like clone story. Maybe um, ask the question, like if I'm emulating something like it essentially has the question, Hey, if you're, if you're emulating a piece of art and you can replicate it exactly, are you, are you, a, are you, is that art created as a, as much value as the original and if not why not uh i don't know it, it ask other interesting like, questions like should brothers brush huh. their 
sister's teeth? No. And if, if they do, how should they do it? Um, they shouldn't. That, these are very interesting <laughs> questions to ask and try to answer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I uh, tell what's Sandra Gahara's deal? Why is she a sadist? Uh, she. I mean, she just she just is. I don't know. She's she's easily oh, the best. I think she's probably my favorite girl. I don't know. She's the first one. Um, she seems like that, but it's it's a it's an outward cover because she was sort of like abused. Not. Not Wait, like, hold, you can't say it's an outward cover when she staples the dude's face in like the first. Yes, episode, she does staple right? dude's face. But, <laughs> um, luckily, luckily he is part vampire and it does not hurt him. Um, yeah. But she would have still done that. Yes, she her her aggression is and she like openly admits this at times in the anime. Her aggression is because she if, if she is not that aggressive, she gets taken advantage of. And that's happened to her in the past. So got um, it. She does that to keep people at bay because the times when she's connected with people or been open and vulnerable, she has been, she's been hurt in various ways. Um, later on, like even past the first, I don't know, like 12 episodes or so, like the first season when, when Sinjur Gunhara and Aragi actually start dating, there's no, no big spoilers there. Uh, she kind of plays with him with that aggressive uh, personality, but is not stapling his mouth anymore, if that makes sense. Um, no, no, that makes sense. And yeah. uh, for 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 what it's worth, it never rubbed me the wrong way because Aragi seems like he's into it. Yes, he he very much is into girls. <laughs> that is that is. Yeah. True. Um, I don't know. I again, I cannot heap enough praise on on the Monogatari series. This is the more I think about it, the, this is my favorite anime series. It's also, incredibly long. It has every type of story style you can imagine. Um, again, and the the big thing here is that this is this is an anime that is doing something interesting with its visuals, with the anime medium, with the sounds, with the, you know, the styles, the camera cuts, the backgrounds, like all of that stuff is, is interesting and, and is a choice by the director. And that's the sort of the big visual element of anime, right? Is the big thing that separates it from either the light novels, which these are based on or the manga, which there is a version of. Um, and so that's what I'm really like when I'm looking for a good anime, I has to have good, it has to have good visuals. I think all of these have, have really good visuals. Um, I think Bakamono so. is just truly beautiful. Like, uh, and I haven't watched, I haven't watched much either. It's just like, I know I've been begging you for like six years to watch more, but it, uh, the initial reason I never watched, I, I didn't watch much is because there are some title cards or whatever text that flashes mm. on the screen for a brief period of time. And I kept having to pause to like parse what the text was to catch it in the action. Cause it's like a split second. And yeah, I was getting are... pissed off. Um, and then Bruce told me it doesn't matter. Don't worry about that. I'm like, they're oh, okay. mostly, yeah, they're Good. mostly like the ones that you sort of like want to quote unquote, like pay attention to are usually just flashing, like either repeating text that was said or saying like emotions and stuff that characters are feeling. Um, if it flashes like 10 words in a row and you get two or three of them, you've gotten what you need to get. Um, a lot, yeah. Again, it's just like a very visually interesting thing like no other series like does that where they just flash text on the screen like really fast and you're supposed to pick up on it and read it um, I, it's it's cool it's just i i felt like i was it felt like homework a little bit um yes when I thought it is I also another it is also another thing where you may have to pause it to read some of the like translator notes and stuff uh niso Yusin is an incredible wordsmith in japanese and translating that to english is impossible i would say most of the time um finding a good translation of this is is pretty paramount i can recommend if you can find it uh there is a translator group from years and years ago i don't they might still be around i don't know there's a translator group called coal girls 
who I think have just the most immaculate version of Bakamono guitar you can find. Uh, if you can find their version, definitely go check it out. So, yep, that's, that's it. That's my three by three. Those are my nine. I'll go through them again from the top here. Um, we have Digimon Tamers, Full Metal Alchemist, the original, K-On, Evangelion, Bakamono, Bakemono Guitari series, uh, Sakamichi no Apollyon slash Kids on the Slope, Kill a Kill, Toradora, and Chi Hayafaru. That's good list, it. man. 18 uh, good anime with only one slight overlap. I don't, I'm impressed by these because we have very similar tastes and stuff, and both our anime and manga 3x3s have had very, very little overlaps. Yeah, yeah, and we, we I'm, I'm kind of glad because there's so much incredible quality anime and manga out there that I'm, I'm glad we, we have no overlap so we can cover more of them. Yeah, and if you told me, hey, you can't use those nine, go pick another top nine, I could be like, okay, It easy. would be easy, right? Yeah, same yeah. here. Um, yeah. Is Katana Gatari Miso Yasin? Yes, it is. And Katana Gatari is another one that you could put up here as, uh, that could be in my top ten, that's an amazing thing. What a fucking phenomenal show that is. Yeah, uh, Miso Yasin is great, except for the new thing he did, which is not that great. Uh, coding, uh, coding Laboratory, whatever it's called. Uh, coding no, the, Cypher in, Academy, Cypher Academy. Cypher Academy, yeah, there you go, Cypher Academy, yeah. I mean, like, here's like, like some honorable mentions things, right? Like Cowboy Bebop we didn't put on there. Uh, that, yeah. He's a good, I, I think um, uh, Welcome to the NHK was another one that I almost put on there. I think that's another pretty solid one. Yeah, yeah it's another I like one. It. I think that very much deals with that sort of depression and uh, antisocial aspects and stuff. Um, yeah. Darker than black. I really wanted to get on here. I have some issues with that show, but I fucking I, love darker than black. I, I think the show is too inconsistent to put on my list. It's pretty, it's inconsistent. Yeah, the second it's, season it's really is good, right? awful, but God, I love, I love the world building. I love the power system in that. Um, Clanid is the other one I think that I probably left off that I really wanted to put on here. Um, Clanid and Clanid After Story were another one of those series that I watched as I was getting into anime that really, I mean, like, I hadn't cried at much media before I cried at, like, After Story. Like, it's so emotionally gut-wrenching. Um, and Steins Gate, like, isn't on neither of ours, which is surprising. I, yeah, I I wanted to put Steins Gate on here, and I, I do think it probably... It probably shows up in my top 10, even though it's not on this one. Um, I think Steins Gate is immaculate. I think everyone who says, it's so slow for the first half, fuck you. That's why I've said yeah, Fuck you. It's, no, it's not. Well, and I, the thing that I think people overlook is that the first episode is like not slow at all. The first episode is super cool and full of tons of mystery. And it does kind of, it does slow down after episode one. But if episode one really grabs you, that's what the latter half of the season of the show is about. So yeah, I... I you, you, you couldn't have made the stakes at the end uh, as good as they were without the first half of the show being the way it was and yeah. it wasn't even slow it was in, it was interesting and fun it's interesting like, and very good yeah it's yeah. great um uh, like uh, madoka magica is another one i i, I oh, very good. might yeah. show up on my top 10 or 15 even though it's not on here um psychopaths i think is amazing i almost put psychopaths on also here great. instead of like kill a kill yeah, although that's so again good, has so like good fucking options yeah uh what else I, yeah we don't have we don't have silver spoon is not on here that's a great that's a great anime. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you had you had it in your manga, so there's. I mean, I think Attack on Titan as an anime is fucking phenomenal. Um, oh, true, again, I had true. I had Attack on Titan on my manga thing, so definitely go check that out. Um, yeah, Yuru Camp is another one I think is really good. Oh yeah, the the one that I think I really wanted to put on here, but I didn't quite get is uh is a Soriyori Motui Basho is a place further than the universe. Um, that's that's kind of an, that. yeah. Antarctica Girls. That is a fantastic show. That's another one that probably goes in that right-hand column. Uh, maybe we'll do four by fours, <laughs> expand these later on. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> but yeah. It's just there's, uh, there's so much good shit out there uh, uh, 
that that isn't on our list that we also love uh so feel free to shout out some of yours they probably yeah I, I was gonna say you know we shout out a bunch of ours yeah absolutely leave us just an imager link to your three by three and i will we'll either troll the fuck out of you or be like yes absolutely um if you here's spoilers if you have bleach naruto and one piece in your anime three by three i'm coming for you and the flame will ignite you will be flamed if you're gonna i, throw I that bet shit i can guess the theme though uh, if, I mean, if, if Jujutsu Kaisen shows up on your anime 3x3, fuck you. That's that's all I gotta say. Damn. Yeah. Going hard on the JJK boys. Okay, no. Okay, I will say this. The Jujutsu Kaisen anime as an, no, as an I, anime no, adaptation is, is, is good. This is the time it, to do it. This is the time to do it, Bruce, because when you were saying it before, uh, that was a pretty unpopular opinion, but now it's popular, so we won't get... Oh, yeah. IGN said it's bad, so it's bad now. Yeah, um, yeah. So we, Demon we Slayer is still worse. I would rather watch Jujutsu Kaisen than fucking Demon Slayer, so... I, I feel incredibly middled on all of those things. Like, Demon Slayer and Jujutsu... They're fine, but... Yeah, they're, that's, they're, yeah, they're yeah. fine. I, I think that's the thing, is they're fine. Everyone thinks they're the greatest. Oh, yeah, one, okay, one more one more call-out for... Um, uh, one more call-out for things that maybe you should have been on here. The anime Planets... Uh, which is actually originally is that how a manga. You say that? I, I I've always I've, I've never said it out loud. I didn't know if it was planets or planetes. That's a good question. I I think when they say it in Japanese, it probably sounds a little different. Um, yeah. I always just said planets. Uh, it, but yeah, that's that that's by the author of Vinland Saga, right? The original is so that's that's another one that I think the anime is absolutely fantastic. I bet the manga is even better. I should read it, but yeah. Um, I hear that's, that's good. Yeah, that's it though. Um, those are our three by threes. Like we said, hey, drop us. How do you feel about our three by threes? Give give us a rating in the comments. Uh, leave us any comments you want. Leave us a link to yours. Uh, how do you think you know these manga only guys with a lot of history in anime would feel about yours? Who knows? Probably flame again. I I, I better see nine Gintamas on yours. That could be a good one. Like my five, yeah, my nine favorite anime are nine of the nine of the twenty seven Gintama movies that have come out all time. <laughs> cool hey you, you um, would be right it's i mean they're they are easily like half the top 50 on map yeah so yeah for sure all right cool hey thank you again for listening or watching everybody don't forget to leave us feedback comments upvotes thumbs up any positive reinforcement you can leave us please go do that we really appreciate it um check out twitter and patreon which are linked in the description uh get out to be sure to tell our viewers goodbye goodbye viewers thanks again for being with us yet again this week and don't forget to read more manga. <laughs>